How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Fu Show. I'm your host, Coach Ali Fusho, and I guess I gotta welcome myself back to my home gym um, because for the past month or close to a month, I was in Japan. And if the if you guys have been following the podcast for the past three episodes, I actually held it there in Japan. I held it in a random um, park in the neighborhood that we stayed in. It was really funny because each time that I tried to record there, there were... And of course, I can't blame it because, of course, I'm in a public area. So, of course, a lot of people will be passing by. I had a lot of Japanese kids, Japanese men, uh, like lolos and lolas, or I guess like ojisans and obachans. I don't know. I guess that's how, uh, how you call them in Jap- Japanese. I, for- I forgot my weeb language. But yeah, everyone is passing by. And of course, it's kind of weird for them to see a Filipino with a phone and an iPad and a microphone in a park because, of course, that's just weird, right? But, of course, I had to get the episodes out. I still wanted to upload some videos for everyone out there um, despite it being my honeymoon. And I enjoyed it, even though if it was, even though if I'm pretty sure I, you know, hassled other, like, the passerbys in the passersby in the park, it was still fun overall, I guess, a good experience. But nonetheless, I'm back here in the Philippines now and I know I missed last week's episode and I had a valid reason why. So I came back Sunday morning, 6 a.m. I, um, I got back here in my house, 6 a.m., terrible flight experience. I guess I won't go into detail, but nonetheless, I had a terrible flight. I uh, got back here at 6 a.m., got to sleep around 6.30 or 7. I had like two or three hours of sleep Sunday morning. So I guess I slept at around 7 to 9 or 7 to 10 a.m. And then I had to make some preparations because I was going to visit uh, the Equinox Atomic Deadlifts. If you guys aren't familiar with that, last Sunday, November 6th, yeah? Was it November 6th? Like November 6th or 7th, we had the Atomic Deadlifts. This is a fundraising deadlift competition that Equinox Athlete Management um what did they do? They made this event. I forgot the formal term for that. Well, they, ho- sorry, they hosted an event, uh, Atomic Deadlifts, a friendly deadlift competition to raise funds for two of their athletes, Joyce Rebuton and Grant Teng, um, because they will be competing for Worlds. I guess, I'll just call it Worlds, or they're going to be competing in a uh, in- an international competition. So, of course, I had to support They showed some love to the podcast because we had three episodes with them. One with Joyce, uh, uh, one with Joyce, one with Raf, Kahilig, and Nestor Redulia, and another one with all three of them. So, of course, I am very, very thankful for them. I had to show my support. The moment I got there, they were all surprised. I'm happy, you know, um, because, of course, we're all friends. They followed me on social media. They knew that I was in Japan. And they were surprised when they saw me in the competition just to, you know, help, uh, just to spectate, just to have fun with them. And then all of a sudden, I was held hostage. Uh, they asked me to host. And, of course, I obliged. I really, really enjoyed it. Everyone competed really, really well. It was so nice that my first day back in the Philippines was <laughs> already, like, consumed by lifting and of course consumed by the community and it's really really nice to see that the event was pretty successful it was a big event a lot of people came along a lot of people competed really really happy to see that the community is growing and of course i'm happy that it was successful for equinox itself uh, because of course that's the main reason why they held that fundraiser 
So the reason why I missed uploading last week was because of how intense the competition was or how intense the atmosphere was. I was shouting, I was hosting, I was announcing everything. Um, of course, I had some help. Really thankful to the uh, team Equinox for being there beside me. But anyway, I was shouting like crazy and anyone that was there, if, if there anyone... If there's anyone who's watching this right now, and if you guys were at the competition, you'd know that my, and if you talk to me, my voice was gone. It was literally gone because of almost all the shouting. I was super surprised on how dead my throat was or how dry and itchy it was, but it was really fun. Okay, sorry. I said dry and itchy. It's not COVID. It's just an over-fatigued uh, throat. But nonetheless, it was really, really fun. I wasn't able to upload because I wasn't able to talk for a day or two. Um, but nonetheless, we're here now, um, settled back here in the Philippines, getting used to my busy schedule once again with coaching all um, a lot of clients all day. But of course, that's the life. And we're here now this weekend for episode 17. One thing I didn't miss here in the Philippines is the heat. Each time I was there, I was wearing long sleeves because it was really cold in Japan, which I really loved. But now here, I'm sweating already in this gym. I didn't turn the aircon and the fan off. Oh, I didn't turn them on because, of course, I want some good quality voice um, audio for you guys. So hopefully, you guys can appreciate this sweaty episode uh, today. And again, let's get back to the main topic, or not again. Let's actually get to the main topic of today's episode, which is going to be about the number one mistake that coaches make. I'm going to say that this is the number one, ironically, because it is literally... The number one mistake they would make, like, like, sequence, uh, like sequentially, like in sequence, it is the first mistake that they're going to make. And it's also one of the biggest um, mistakes that can be made. So again, it's, it's, it's a nice thing to say. Don't do this because it's the number one mistake that coaches make. It's probably the first mistake they make. And it's really a big, it's a major mistake, which is pushing your clients past their limits on the very, very first session. I am going to say that I unfortunately have received a lot of stories from clients of my own who, you know, they left their previous coach to go to me or like um, stories from friends, stories from family. It's just really, really, really sad to hear, very unfortunate to hear that this has happened multiple times through a broad spectrum of time and uh, like different gyms, different um, demographics of people. These are, these are people who were in their 20s, um, 30s, and 40s. For some reason, a lot, uh, I actually know the reason, but let's just say it. for some reason, a lot of coaches are making the mistake of pushing their clients past their limits on the very first session. That is really really unfortunate because what happens uh these are actual stories of course i'm not gonna like name drop or name the gym name not gonna name the coach not gonna name my client because of course that's a sad story for them but a lot of my clients not a lot but a good number of them i would say five or six of i've heard of this from my clients uh, that their past coaches on the very first session that they would literally barf in their first session just because of how much they were pushed by that coach probably because that coach wanted to in filipino i guess pabida they wanted to show how much they know they wanted to what's the term they want to show how much skill uh, how much they've learned 
that oh i know i learned this from the seminar i'm gonna apply it right away on this very first session and what happens i've had accounts wherein people would barf they go to the gym bathroom and just be beside the toilet because they barf i've had two or three of my clients said that they fainted literally fainted on the gym floor uh, because how of how much they were pushed on their first session and uh, just recently a friend of mine shared with me when i say it recently i literally mean just like two days ago it was shared with me that on his literal like legit first session with this one gym the coach pushed him so much to the point that he got rhabdomyolysis i'm sorry if i'm um, mispronouncing that because it's a deep word but that's why it's commonly known as rhabdo it's a, a very serious medical medical condition i'm not smart enough to explain the specifics of ra what rhabdo is but normally it's done or it happens it occurs when one is pushed like way way past their limits of course maybe there are a lot of different factors but generally speaking how much effort your body has exerted if it's past your breaking point a common or an unfortunate common occurrence would be rhabdo this client or sorry this friend of mine wanted to get a, live a healthier stronger life that's why he signed up for a gym he was very excited he got a coach and then the exact opposite happened instead of living a, a healthier stronger life now i mean i'm happy to see that he's a lot better now but of course things aren't the same anymore his kidneys aren't as strong we were in an event wherein he of course alcohol was being served in this event and he couldn't drink of course it's not like he's like a raging alcoholic and he was like i need to drink i need to drink no but he he was just very wary or very cautious to make sure that nothing that was served to him had alcohol because his stomach or his system his kidneys literally cannot handle it anymore and that's very i mean of course like alcohol is not necessarily the healthiest thing obviously but the fact that that part or one part of his lifestyle has been stripped away from him all because that one coach wanted to push him past his limits or like really pushed him more than he definitely should have on the very first session and on top of that this friend of mine he shared with me that he was in the hospital he was hospitalized after this first session for four days that is awful again he wanted to live a healthier life probably to avoid the hospital exact opposite happened he spent four days in the hospital um i didn't ask for more details like whether or not like who paid for the the bills etc because it's obviously a very touchy topic but nonetheless the fact that it happened it's just it's just terrible so that's why i decided okay i'm gonna be filming an episode this weekend so might as well talk about this because it's really important um i'm going to say that as i continue on with this episode um i am not a perfect coach of course there were times in the past that um i did push a client thankfully they never barfed or fainted um because of like overexertion um but of course i'm not a perfect coach of course there were times that um the client was a bit more tired than i expected and that's why and it is on my fault for these sessions again no one got hurt but it is my fault for not double checking on how they were that is why every single time i have a session now for the past how many years i always start the session that I would have with one of my clients, how are you? <laughs> like that simple question will really dictate the rest of the session. I asked them, how are they? How was their sleep the night before? How was their hydration? How was their food? How was their stress levels? Because literally all of that will directly affect how much I'm going to be changing the program. Because 
a program that a coach will make for their client that can and should change depending on how they look like for the day or depending on their condition for the day. Obviously, it would be the best case scenario if everyone always slept well, if everyone was always properly hydrated, properly fed, and like everything, like if scheduling, like there's no stress, there's no overtime, there's no etc. So, but obviously that's not going to happen because life happens, our schedules go all over the place, our stress levels go up and down drastically. So most of the time it's always up. And as a coach, you should be changing your program depending on how they perform. Obviously, is that going to affect the long-term trajectory of their progress? Is it, if it's really bad, their stress, is that going to directly affect how soon they're going to get their PRs and the deadlift or how soon they lose fat, how soon they get this goal or whatever? Yes. But of course, that's something that you do have to talk about with your client. You have to communicate as much as possible on why you're making a certain change. Uh, like why you are lessening the volume, why you are making it lighter. Explain it to them because your stress levels are really high. Explain it to, the, explain to them that you're um, puyat, that you're sleep deprived. So obviously, the workouts should tailor to their condition of the day. And of course, there's it can work vice versa if everything's really perfect. But of course, this is the rare instance that they're... Their, their coffee was really good that day. Their sleep was really good that day. If you feel like they can go like 5% heavier than what you initially planned, then go ahead. But of course, it's up to your um, choice. It's, it's, it's your choice as a coach to really see if it's something that you should be making them go through in that day. So as a coach, really decide what you think will be best for your client on that day might be different on monday might be different on wednesday whatever it is your job is to make them achieve their goals their goals aren't to be tired at the end of the workout their goals are fat loss or strength gain or endurance or whatever it is your job and your goal as their coach is to make them achieve that goal does that mean they have to be really really tired no, maybe one example, maybe the end of a an eight-week program, maybe at the end of a three-month program. Sure, that's when you really ramp things up. And maybe at the end of that cycle, that's when they're really fatigued. But the main reason why I want to have this episode is because do not push them, especially in the very first session. And of course, let's take it a step further. Past that first session, does that mean that, oh, in the second session, does that mean that I can push them really, really hard? Of course not. The goal, I would say this applies to um, every client, um, whether they be a, an absolute beginner, whether they be somebody who's performance-oriented or aesthetics or like appearances-oriented. The goal of the first few sessions, um, then that can vary for like the first three sessions or the first two weeks or whatever it is, the, the goal, the main goal of the first few sessions is for the two of you to get to know each other's rhythm. Um, of course, I'm just phrasing it that way. To get to know each other's condition for you as the coach to see, okay, this client can handle, um, can only handle this until they're fatigued at this point. Or this client, oh, doesn't like the overhead press because it makes their shoulders feel weird. Or they don't like the uh, squat or they can't squat with this stance, etc. The job or the main objective that you guys would have in the first few sessions 
would be to just familiarize yourself with the actual individual that uh, you're coaching as a client, uh, as a coach, get to know the client on the, and, and all their individualities. Then of course the client, their job is to really just get used to it and get to learn all of the exercises that you'll be making them do. So it's all about learning each other, the client learning the movements, not necessarily being pushed past their limits. All right. So I know that, um, I just, I really wanted to make this episode just in case a coach randomly comes across this in Spotify or in YouTube, because it, if this episode can save a client from barfing, from fainting, from getting hospitalized, then that would be amazing because that's the main goal of me actually making this podcast. It's not for fame or for whatever. I know that um, based on the statistics that I've been getting, the analytics from these um, episodes, I'm super duper overwhelmed that we've been getting, or this the show has been getting an average of 50 to 60, actually no, recently, because I checked the analytics because you know I want to know those stuff, on average, we've been getting around 80 to 90 um, streams per episode. And to me, that's amazing because this is such a niche podcast, Filipino personal training or Filipino gym culture. Um, unlike a lot of the bigger fitness podcasts where majority of them, if not all of them, are based in like Western countries, primarily the States. Um, I personally am not that familiar with a lot of the local podcast scene and in my circle or in my sphere i haven't seen a lot of filipino fitness podcasts so of course that's why i wanted to start this to help people learn again i'm going to say this i know it might not it might be a bit of a turn off i'll say it i'm not the best coach in the world but i believe that i have a lot to say on the matter um i've learned and the reason why i love the podcast format is because the pod, there are a lot of podcasts that I've definitely learned a lot from. And I think I've named them already in the past, but uh, podcasts have definitely helped me both in my learning and, of course, both in saving time. If you're stuck in traffic and if you guys are listening or watching this uh, while you're stuck in EDSA, stuck in Ortigas or wherever, then, of course, that's what I wanted to really achieve for this episode or for this podcast to help as much Filipino coaches or even if you're not a coach, if you're in the community, then that's something that I just really want to put out there. So, and of course, if there's anyone out else out there who wants to do YouTube or podcast or whatever fitness vlogging, just keep on doing it. The more people out there, the, I was going to say the more automatically better, but I think so because I know there are a lot of poor fitness content out there, local or international or whatever. But the fact that there's still information that has that's going to be discussed, that's something that's important because it's all about communication. It's all about the discussion on what can be better. And that is exactly why I wanted to discuss in this episode the number one mistake that personal trainers make. And hopefully, if you're a personal, personal trainer and if you're a client who will be getting their very first session, please watch out for these things. If you're the coach, don't make them overwork themselves. Make them learn. And if you're a client, try to really communicate and ask ask the coach, why are we doing this? Or what are we, um, how much are we doing it of? How long am I resting? The more you know as a client, 
the more you know on what's gonna happen with your program, the better the trajectory of your progress will actually be. The more you communicate, both client and coach, the better the outcome will be. But all right, we're back here. I'm happy to be back here to do episode 17 for you guys here in my home gym, not in a random Japanese park to be judged by kids and uh, grandparents alike. But anyway, I'll see you guys next week for episode 18. See ya.